What's up, everyone? Zane here. Welcome back to another episode of the Everything Vive podcast. As usual, I'm joined by Ronnie. Ronnie, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good, man. Doing good. All settled in after the move. Uh, and Very nice. Yeah, you know, it's, it's warming up in Chicago. Not today, but uh, on the whole, yeah, it, no, it's a little I, bit warmer. Uh, it's been like back and forth, up and down. Like, it, yeah, I, last week there were a couple of days there where I thought it was finally going to be warm permanently. <laughs> yeah. And then and then it just keeps like yesterday. I don't know. It was pretty cold. Like, I guess it was it was warm in the morning and then cold in the evening. I don't know. I'm I've been trying yeah. to go running outside. And so I've been like a little bit more like, oh, like good for it, you, man. I yeah, I, I'm just I'm I've not been a fan of running about the weather. I, I I usually just stay indoors, but um, yeah. but yeah, no nobody's here to listen to our workout routines or the weather in Chicago. So <laughs> let's <laughs> let's jump in. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, first off, let's start with uh, the key giveaway. Um, Ronnie, you had that interview with uh, the two MD last week. Uh, yeah, and that, that, went, that went pretty well, man. I was listening back to it, and uh, I mean, what are, what are some of your quick thoughts? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a really 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 fun game. So I mean if you are, are are just interested in kind of you know making sure that your your VR library is well rounded as far as like football games are concerned, I mean it's a very very uh, well featured title. Like it's it's a game that you know it's it's put out by a, a small development team. Truant Pixels just three people, um, but what they were able like it. I think it's a little deceptive when you first boot it up, you think that it's going to be, you know, like kind of somewhat limited. And then as soon as you kind of start messing around, you realize that the, that w- the core mechanics of what are there are actually really uh, like, you know, they, they, there's a lot of depth there and there's a lot to do. So, yeah. I mean, you're, you're not only are you playing quarterback, but you're calling plays and, and all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's definitely a title that I recommend you know, checking out, especially if, like I said, you're into sports or even if you're not just, if you're into, uh, you know, a wide variety of, of types of VR experiences, I think, I think, uh, 2MD VR football does a good job of, of, of bringing a different type of, of, of experience that isn't available elsewhere. Yeah, no. And I mean, we've spoken at length about sports in VR or I guess VR in sports and how that's going to change quite a few things. And I mean, this game definitely is, uh, is up there in terms of, um, yeah, in terms of just like cool, cool aspects, you know, like I'm, I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for Madden, but I'll take the stepping stones while (laughs) while we have them, you know? So Madden VR would be something else. I think that would actually be terrifying to be chased (laughs) by a six, six linebacker or something. But, um, but yeah, so uh, we did the giveaway for that, and uh, I have the winners here. Now, guys, we recently just launched our Facebook page, so if you don't like it yet, or if you haven't connected with us there, uh, it's facebook.com slash everythingvive. We didn't get any comments this time, although we did last time for, for Beat Saber, but um, I just wanted to to set a little reminder for that. So we picked both winners out of the YouTube comments. So both of these are YouTube, uh, I guess, usernames. So the first one is War Warmark, W A R M A R C K, one word, and then Mindjive, also one word. So Warmark and Mindjive, you guys are the winners for the Steam Key giveaway. Uh, since this is just on YouTube, shoot us a quick message on the uh, back end or like the about page of our channel. And we'll get you those keys right away, so you can start playing pre-Madden football. I'm just kidding. It's uh, it's two MD VR football. 
Yep. Um, cool, Ronnie. Well, let's. Uh, we haven't done like a good news session in a while, and even though I want to say news hasn't been entirely, you know, crazy the last uh, however long, last couple of weeks. Uh, there yeah. was a, there was one interesting topic. We got a couple small things, but there's one interesting topic that I want to jump into, which is actually an article that you sent to me. Um, on it's it's from Road to VR, and it's about you know Valve kind of reaffirming their role in the VR landscape, uh, with yeah. the redesign of their website. So, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of this is obviously speculation, but, um, you know, they had, what was it? I'm trying to look it up here real quick, but they, they have like a whole VR section on their, their website now. And it says like, we're just getting started. Uh, and then it has like a little gif of several different iterations of, of, I guess, VR headsets with the Vive being one. And then I think it finalizes with uh, Gabe actually wearing this gigantic thing on his face. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's really exciting and going through, you know, a lot of what, what was said in there. It's, it's really interesting to see a company that will do, you know, hardware and, you know, that, I'm oh, sorry, I, I jumped, I jumped the gun a little bit, but they also mentioned that they were planning to, to get into hardware as well uh, with the comparison to Nintendo and how that there was a little bit of a, the word that they use was jealousy in terms of like Nintendo, whenever they're planning like a new game or a new launch or something, they, they since they have control of the hardware, they can really adapt what the gameplay will be like to that hardware. And so mm-hmm. I think that is, you know, definitely uh, foreshadowing of them. You know, obviously they've been yeah. involved with the hardware side of things in terms yeah, yeah. of, you know, their, their relationship with HTC and obviously just having the technology there with the base stations and, and Steam VR and all that. But um, yeah, man, I mean, what what are your thoughts? Yeah, well, like, I mean, in terms of like like the way I read those those comments, and I, I'm trying to remember if those were from like a, an, an earlier interview or kind of uh language uh like that was more specific about the knuckle controllers but it's just yeah the idea that that valve is i mean this yeah for anyone that's interested in just going and checking out valve's new website and then also road to vr and uh, some other sources out there that have kind of pointed out specifics on on what some of the things are VR related that are being showcased on the website. Like in the background, they're displaying all of these different images and it's very, very clear that, that valve is, is considering VR to be a major part of its current identity in terms of not only, like you said, the hardware and, and, and in that, that they're developing like with the headsets and the future controllers, like the knuckle controllers, but then also uh, it looks like they at least have three, three current uh, VR software projects that are going on. So they're definitely working on, on something, you know, software related that people, you know, everyone loves the lab and we haven't really seen anything from valve as far as VR games come out since, since the lab. So, uh, you know, they've also, I think they had, they had acquired a, a, a development team Campo Santo, I think is the name of the, the name of the uh, company that they had that they had picked up yeah. that had been behind a game called Firewatch, which um, I, I know was well received, and they I think were working on something VR related. So so it's possible that that what Valve uh, you know Valve picked them up because of what they're doing in VR. Who knows? But yeah, it's just it's awesome that Valve is kind of doubling down on VR and the fact that 
they did this kind of right before E3 and right before a lot of things coming up. I mean, Valve has never been a company that's kind of been beholden to other people's schedules. They kind of release things when they want to release things, but um, I'm hoping and that's we usually hear, worked out for them because oh, they, they always, know, yeah, no, nothing's ever rushed, I mean, which is good. Yeah. And no, and, and, you know, sometimes they, they release things without uh, notice that is kind of unexpected and, and, and awesome nonetheless. Like uh, it's not necessarily VR related, but recently, uh, you know, valve just out of the blue came out and announced that they were, that they, they were releasing like a, a steam, a steam app for, for iOS and, and Android that lets you stream to those devices, like stream steam games over, over Wi-Fi to those devices. And so like that was that was something that really wasn't on anyone's radar and literally a press release just came out and said, Hey, this thing is going to be released, you know, near the end of the month. And it just and I don't think they've released the iOS version yet, but they released the Android version. So like that was just that was just something that like, oh, Valve's working on something, they felt like it was ready to be released, and boom, they just they just made the announcement on their own and 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 everybody's really appreciative of it. So so I mean that's not nearly as big of a deal as you know them releasing the knuckle controllers or a new vr like a new a a new version of steam vr uh or anything like that but i mean the fact that they're working on all of this stuff behind the scenes is just super super exciting and and yeah i mean the the fact that they that they revamped it and they're showing some of these images as kind of sneak peeks of what some of the stuff might be that's coming out that's just you know I, I just can't wait. So, yeah, I mean, you and I have been really excited about what they are going to put out, and I mean, I think since the beginning of this podcast, which is now several years uh, at this point. But you know, we after playing the lab, I mean, and I've said it previously on on other episodes, but you know, playing the lab at your place for and trying VR for the first time is what sold me on getting a vibe and just getting you know diving headfirst into v- uh, VR as a whole. Um, so, I mean, we've been excited for and speculating what types of titles that they'll be coming out with or what it could possibly be. But, uh, I fully agree with you that they, you know, the fact that they take their time and this is a well-known fact, but you know, the fact that they take their time to really develop titles and they have to hit some type of internal, um, standard or bar before they release it has really helped them kind of set themselves apart in terms of the mm-hmm. quality of their games. And I think that's what makes everybody else excited. So, you know, we've been talking about or we've been hearing about, you know, several different titles of theirs kind of being in the works. And not that, you know, there, there was never a point where I was losing faith that Valve was like kind of turning away from VR because at the end of the day, I feel like this this tech is here to stay. You know, it might not be mainstream ready for the next X amount of months, years, whatever the case is, but it's it's coming. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's, it's here and anybody who's tried it knows that like, the experience is only going to get better, right? This is this is like uh, if somebody tried like AOL for the first time in, in the, the mid-90s and you were able to chat with someone halfway across the world, um, you know, it's only going to get better from there. If you, you know, nobody was going to say like, oh yeah, this stuff is just a fad. I mean, there were people, but, and there are people now, but I'm not one of them, I guess is the point, broader point that I'm making. <laughs> and so, sorry, tangent, tangent aside, uh, you know, I never, I never felt like that was going to be the case, but it is nice to see that, you know, with the revamp of their site, 
you know, I, I'm sure many countless people, Gabe included, but of course a ton of other people at Valve uh, go through some type of QA where it's just like, you know, people are looking at this site before it's released and saying like, yeah, we're going to give our approval. So with the focus on VR, with it being so prevalent in a lot of the images and, and having its own section and stuff like that, I mean, yep. that to me is exciting. That to me is just another uh, confirmation or reaffirmation that, um, you know, Valve is definitely headed in that, in that direction. And since they've been such a crucial and critical part of VR so far, um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I'm just excited for them to, to get their hands even dirtier. Uh, saying that out loud doesn't sound as right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally do. They've always been behind the scenes in terms of what you know HTC's offerings have really been about and and in general like you we you know Steam VR is is a major force right now as far as like you know if if you have a PC VR headset chances are um, you are mostly on in Steam VR and using that ecosystem I mean there's the Oculus Store there's you know Vive Port there's there's now Windows Mixed Reality, but those are all, at least in my opinion, those are kind of side menu items to what Steam, what Valve has been able to do with 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 the with the Steam VR platform. And you know, the more that that Valve puts into that, the more they develop that up, and hopefully um, release new hardware, like you said, eventually. And um, that stuff's all super exciting, and it's good to know that that they're the ones that are continuing to push the boundaries of what VR is going to be able to do instead of just, you know, these, these outside manufacturers. I, I, I like having these central, these central pillars of, of VR, like, like Oculus, like, like valve uh, to kind of be behind the scenes and, and making really solid engineering steps forward in terms of what the capabilities of these things are, are, are going to do. So yeah, super exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that's that's was my main thought on it, but like I said, it's yeah, it's it's one of those things where there's not much actual news, but there's so much layered into every single you know piece of that website. You know, you know what I mean? As, <laughs> so. Yeah, as kind of uh, just just to kind of segue into like another one of the articles that I wanted to mention was the fact that that you know Valve has been kind of you know, not secretly, but kind of quietly uh, updating Steam VR. And one of the things that they recently released in this, in in one of the the beta versions of Steam VR that that anyone that is using it right now can go and check out. They implemented input, basically, like the yeah. There's a Steam VR input beta that allows you to. Uh, change controller inputs so you're able to manually select what each button on each of your controllers Mm -hmm. are able to do within the game so whether you're using you know a a vive wand or an oculus uh, touch controller or you know any other controller basically out there that uh, is compatible with steam vr uh, now steam vr is letting you change what each of those buttons does separate from the game itself and so kind of the big thing there is that you know, right now, or prior to this release, uh, customers were relying upon developers to give you the option of changing those kind of things. So, like, if if a game didn't have your controller input device in mind, uh, sometimes it didn't work at all. Sometimes it didn't work properly. Uh, you know, everywhere in between, and until the developers were finally able to get around to like finding a way for you to to remap those or configure them. Now, 
Steam VR, it sounds like, is able to let you kind of go in there and try to get your controllers working. So you might have for, you know, by way of example, like a, a Windows uh, mixed reality headset with controllers that are different than the wands. And if the buttons weren't working, you're able to try to map those um, onto, you know, what the wands would normally use. And yeah. and hopefully that'll work. So anyways, it's just a cool that for, for those of you out there that like I know for me myself, I'm not always constantly looking through the setup uh, menus in Steam VR. Like if, you know, there have been a couple of times here where Valve has kind of added new features or changed things in Steam VR and given you new uh, types of settings, kind of like the some of that super resolution stuff that they started doing a while back. Like there were things that they added that I had no idea about. And if you go into the settings, you might you'll go and see those and say, "Hey, like that's new. I've never seen that before." But so this is one of those things that Valve kind of just quietly put out there. And for anyone that has had issues with the control or input devices that they're using in VR, uh, hopefully you can kind of go in and mess around with this new input beta test, and 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 maybe you'll find a, a workaround that wasn't that wasn't working with your setup before. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just it, flexibility, right? Like that's just what it is. Like our customizability. I think that people, yeah. people just yeah. appreciate that. So yeah. Uh, yeah and, I mean, it, and the big thing is like the fact that there are so many different types of headsets out there now have like building these kind of general tools that la- allow people like customers to kind of try to meddle with things that on their own. If, if a developer isn't doing it, it's always useful because you know, there's so yeah. many people out there that are willing to tinker with these things. So it's nice when it works out of the box, but in case it doesn't, at least now there's a little bit more options for people. Yep. No, no I, I agree. And I mean, I, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not one of those tinkerers. Uh, I think yeah. you are more than I am. But um, <laughs> but the thing is, like at the end of the day, like if something happens, I'd say Damon some, is actually. Oh, yeah, Damon too. Yeah. Damon. Damon does that even more, like messes with some of that stuff more than I would. So. But for for me, just a layperson, like it's just it's still cool to like know that that exists, or like if I ever need to like swap stuff around or, or want some flexibility, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's just cool to yeah. be able to offer that. So exactly, kudos, kudos to Valve for that. Um, yeah, I think we got just a couple other quick news items, and I, it looks like these are. We are, we are the unfortunate uh, bearers of bad news because it's a couple of games that I know that we're excited about that are being pushed back. Um, yeah. I, do you want to go through them? Or you want me to? Or? Yeah, sure. I mean, these are just super quick. I mean, budget cuts. Every all of our listeners should be super familiar with with what yeah, that game is about. This podcast has been excited about excited for budget cuts since it started. <laughs> yeah, since since we got our vibes and and now and I mean, if you haven't checked it out, I, which episode was it? It was like. It was in the 90s. Like uh, one of the recent episodes, we interviewed uh, the, uh, uh, some of the people over at Need Corporation about the game. So, yeah, so at that uh, time when we had interviewed what? It's episode yeah. number 95. All right. So, just for those that haven't listened there. to yep. it, yeah, we interviewed those, those uh, some of the folks over there and they were super awesome. We're, we can't wait to play Budget Cuts. It, it, was, it was scheduled to be released. Uh, near the middle of May at that time, and it got pushed back just a couple weeks. So now the new dead or the new uh, the new not deadline, the new release date for for budget cuts. It's end of the month, is, right? Yeah, it's May thirty first. So so you have about a week, week and a half uh, from the time you're listening to this uh, to go and to 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 to, to go the, and, and try the demo. 
Just try exactly. the demo. It'll sell you. And especially since that demo came out over two years ago at this point, uh, yep. I, I can't wait to see what they have in the full game. Oh, I totally agree. And then then the other game that that was supposed to come out in May, and there was never an exact release date as far as I'm aware, but um, it's the game's called Pixel Rip 1989. And we haven't actually had a chance to really talk much about Pixel Rip. I, I, I may have mentioned it uh, during my week at GDC, but it was a game that I got to check out uh, kind of an early version of while I was at GDC earlier in March. And it's a really, really, really cool game. I mean, there's a few games that I think kind of blow you away as far as what they're trying, like the, the, the scope of what they're trying to do in VR. Mm-hmm. And, and this is definitely a really ambitious title. And in addition to that, like the, the art style is super cool. The gameplay is fun. Um, it's I, like not to get into too much detail about it, but it's like you're, you're a person that's playing a game on like a handheld, like kind of Game Boy looking system from like the, you know, from from it, what 1989 is what it's saying. It's like a uh, like an old Game Boy, right? It kind of looks more like a Game Boy Advance to me, but whatever. <laughs> so you're so you're so you're like in VR playing a game on a portable device in VR, and then while you're playing, you're also like interacting in the VR world around you. And then the game kind of comes to life in 3D too. So it's like a super meta, like like experience within an experience within an experience. Like I, I'm not going to go as far as to say it's like, uh, uh, well, what was that? Uh, come on, the, uh, the the Christopher Nolan Inception. <laughs> yeah, it's not quite dreamlike in that, but kind of. It's like okay. super layered. To the point where like when I was playing it, I was like, oh wait, like something's affecting me and like outside of this game I'm playing on this handheld device, like, and then it, everything just interacts with each other. It's so cool. So that is anyways, a cool concept. We have not talked about it. So I think yeah. this is the first time we're, we're actually, so, I'm actually hearing about it. Yeah. So for, for people that are interested in checking out, I mean, there's a lot, I'm sure you can go and find video content and stuff like that to kind of like better explain uh, what's going on in it than I'm, that I'm doing here. But this is definitely a game that you should be aware of as far as like looking forward to, to its release date. And it was going to be coming out in May and it's gotten pushed. Now the, the, the date is sometime this summer. So um, when we get a, a, when a new release dates confirmed, we'll definitely keep you up to date. If you're checking out like the Twitter account for everything vibe, I'm trying to, to keep that apprised of all this kind of stuff as well. So um but yeah, right now it's it's coming out hopefully sometime this summer, just not in May like it was originally planned to to be released in. So, but, gotcha. but definitely yep. a cool game. Well, I mean, just just in looking at what you had sent me before we uh, before we jumped on the call, um, it it looks really exciting. And now hearing the actual description from you, so I'm excited for it. Yep, yep. Sounds like a cool concept. So let's yeah. uh, let's go ahead. I think that's all the news items. We can transition into. Game Talk, uh, which I believe you are going to lead, and it sounds like you had a, uh, a pretty cool game. Yeah, yeah. So um, I guess the, the like two two quick titles I wanted to mention. One's quicker than the other one. The first one um, is Firebird: The Unfinished, which I picked up and got a chance to play. Uh, I was super into like for those who might not remember it. Uh, so Firebird, I mean, I. I didn't read their media materials as far as like what, how they're kind of pitching this series, but I would say 
Firebird as a concept is like a almost like a dance and music uh, type series that these developers are putting out. Um, and uh, the first experience that they had put out was called Firebird La Perry. And it was really focused around uh, when I say dance, it's more like the like theater ballet type of dancing, like very, you know, full of emotion and expression and all that kind of stuff. And it's clear that the developers uh, really love this, this, this art platform and are bringing, are bringing ballet and dancing to VR in a way that, you know, uh, lets people experience what dance is all about, like kind of up close and personal and in a really unique setting. And so, you know, the first game was a short but pretty, you know, intense experience. And Firebird: The Unfinished is is similar in that regard. So it's I would almost say that this that you know, whereas the dancing was kind of to the forefront in La Prairie, I'd say The Unfinished is actually more focused on telling a story and more focused on maybe even music than it is just ballet. Though there is like a a really cool ballet. Uh, scene and number at the end of the experience it th throughout it's it's very like it's it's narrative focused you, from start to finish it, you probably will be done in around 20 minutes or so i'd say um but it's it's basically telling the story of 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 an artist a, a couple of, of of sculptors and it's super super cinematic i mean to the point where just everything like there isn't a whole lot of, of movement. Like you're not, it's even though it's room scale in the sense that you're in an environment and it's, you can pick whether you're standing or sitting, but like once you're in there, like you more or less are just, uh, letting everything kind of transform and, and, and push forward and narratively speaking around you. And then every now and then you're asked to do something small to kind of push the narrative forward to the next step. Like, uh, you're in a museum and, and you see all of these sculptors, sculptures around you. And at first, uh, for, for quite a while, actually, it looks like the sculptures are just going to be inanimate objects that are just part of the museum, but eventually they all come to life and are, are kind of staring at you. And then, uh, there's this large kind of like rock sculpture, like in the middle of the room and it's going to, you know, basically these <laughs> artists that you learn that you meet over the course of this 20 minute experience, they're going to be trying to shape this into something. And as sculptors, it's kind of that artistic craft of like, what do we make out of this rock? And, and then, you know, you and VR kind of chisel at some of the rock to kind of, you know, Oh, so it is somewhat interactive of, then, right? Yeah. It's, it's okay. interactive, but like in the sense that like you, you're doing things to kind of, feel like you're part of the story. You're not really like, I mean, when you chisel at it, like it, it kind of knocks off in a way that it, to form uh, like a sculpture that they've obviously designed and all that kind of stuff. So like, so it's not like you're just making your own art piece, art piece or anything like that, but everything's designed to kind of make you feel a certain way. And it's just, it's a very, very emotional experience. Like as far as like, like the story that they're set out to, tell about you know what it's like creating art and how that's kind of like takes a piece of you and how how kind of intimate that relationship is and it that eventually leads to this dance at the end and like uh, i think i i mentioned something similar when i when i had played la Paris. i mean i'm not super into ballet so 
like as far as like this like all of the expression of the human body and all of that kind of stuff with dance like i'm not super into i'd say but like even for someone like me that's not into that stuff if you go into an experience like this to take it seriously you'll definitely get something out of it i mean like the it, i mean it's it's definitely something you may like people have their different opinions about it but it's definitely something that leaves a strong impact cool. and so yeah i remember when you i remember when you uh did the game talk about the first one and I never got around to, to watching it, but it's cool to see that there's a, a full series behind it now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what, so like, and I think there's like, I mean, this one I think was selling for $5. Uh, the first one was like $4 or something early. It is now. And mm-hmm. I, I think, I think they're, they might like combine the two in a bundle or something. It's just, this is it's, definitely it's also available very, on Viveport if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that's how I picked it up, but like, but it's definitely really cool. Like, like, sorry, I, I, think, I meant the, like the Viveport subscription. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so see, that's a perfect way. To, yeah. Like, yeah. If, so, you have, if you already have a Viveport subscription, then perfect. Cause it's definitely worth checking out. Yeah. Um, okay. Sorry, but you're saying but like, yeah, yeah. But so I, yeah, I, I mean, I think at this point, especially for people that are into VR, like you'll know what this kind of experience, like just know going in that this really isn't a game so much as it is like an interactive experience and it's about 20 minutes or so. So it's not like, you know, super long or anything, but I think if, if you're really into VR art, um, these games are totally worth checking out. They're very well done for what they are. And I think if if you go in knowing that that's what you're getting and that's what you want, then it's it's like more than worth the price tag. Just because I can only imagine the amount of effort that went into you know crafting the story and then finding a way to to make everything so pot like like I said, like I think the Toronto Orchestra did the music, like they they played and recorded the music, so it's super epic sounding and really cool and yeah. and yeah. For, cool, for people that are into into those kind of things, it's definitely worth something. It's something worth checking out. Well, now that there's two, like I said, I'm I'm definitely gonna check it out or look into it. I uh, I need to renew my my Viveport subscription uh, just because since, since I was out of town, I that's something that I want to get back into. So, um, but yeah, you had another one as well, right? Yeah, and then this other one is is a is a more of a, a traditional game, and it's definitely something that I'd recommend people go and check out. And this game is called Compound. And so Compound actually just released an early access on May 15th. Uh, but there's been a demo that's been out for a little while. So uh, you may have played the demo. You may not have. I, I don't. I can't recall myself playing the demo. I think I definitely had seen uh, pictures of, of it, though, prior to early access. I mean, it's hard to do this game justice because the visuals are such an important aspect to the feel of the game. But imagine like really old school PC first person shooters. Like we're talking like, like early nineties, like, like doom and like Wolfenstein 3d and those like pixely, like, like kind of pseudo 3d style games where you're like, you know, just going around shooting, you know, kind of mindless AI, like, you know, enemies and that kind of stuff. It's like that brought into 3d into VR and like a way where you really feel like, like it's those kind of games just brought to life. Like everything is very pixel arty, but like in a really detailed and really precise fashion, like it's not like nowadays there's, there are a lot of these kind of, 
you know, retro looking games that are out there that yeah. kind of try to mimic that style. And this goes beyond, I think, what most of those games have done because it really, like, it is 3D, but it really, really captures the feel of those games to the point where you feel like, like it is a pixel, like you, you feel like it's, it, it's all sprite based and like, it's such a weird mix of the two that it, that it really does feel like you stepped into, like I said, Wolfenstein 3d or something like one of those old first person shooters. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, everything from the music, like how, how that works to like this, the little effects, like when you shoot your guns, like little, the little smoke effects that come off look like they're and it, look like they're like pixel art, like Sprite based kind of looking doom stuff. Yeah. And it's just, it all looks so, so cool. And then, and then the gameplay itself right now, I mean, it's like the, the developer and it's a single guy, which is mind blowing to me. It's a one single person developer. Cause, and we've seen a lot of games that have been developed by a single person, but this game in particular kind of blows me away. The fact that it's only one person, his name's, it looks like Bevan McKechnie, if I pronounce that correct. Not Dead Games is the name of the the studio that he kind of opened for the game. But uh, it's only him. And the fact that the artwork is so good, the fact that everything in the game works the way it should, it works. Everything was super intuitive. It's a game that it doesn't have any kind of like formal tutorial or anything like that. But I was able to boot it up and really quickly figure out everything that I needed to be doing from the menus to setting it up to going to the firing range and then eventually starting a game. And once I started the game, I mean, you're looking, I think right now there are three main environments and then each of those environments, there's like multiple stages to the environments. So, so it's all procedural at this point. So the levels, like when you, when you start up at an actual match, the game will just kind of generate a random level. And it's almost like, they're like mazes is how I would best describe them. You, it'll spawn you and you're able to find a weapon usually in like these kind of little emergency, um, like glass covered boxes on those, on the walls. And you can just go and punch them and pull out the gun. And then, and then, and then you just navigate around these little, these little mazes where like, you'll see doors, like you'll know you haven't been somewhere because the door is still closed. Gotcha. And so okay. you go up to it, the door will open and there will usually be enemies in there and, and you shoot the enemies and then you kind of move on and you basically go to all the open doors until you've killed everyone in the game, in the map. And then you'll get a signifier saying, Hey, this, this level's completed, like move on. You can move on to the next level now. And so then you go in an elevator and then it, it generates another one. And, and like I said, it's, I think it's usually every couple of matches to every, like every two or three and it'll shift to a new environment. And there's, I think three environments right now. So there isn't a whole, whole lot to this game right now, but everything that's there just puts a smile on your face. Like it, especially, like I said, for people that, uh, for people that have ne- that that are super into like old retro PC games, like that, it's a no-brainer if you're one of those kind of people. But I also think that it's so smooth and clear, and like the design is so simple but so well done that I think even for for new people that are new to VR, uh, it's a really really solid game to try because uh, because it, everything is so simple as far as like you're not going to get lost in the levels. Like you're able to teleport or use locomotion to get around. I, I was using locomotion 
didn't make me sick or anything like that. But it's also like it gives you that freedom. But at the same time, the levels, uh, like you can tell where you're supposed to go because a door is either opened or it isn't. So for people that are new to traversing these types of environments, I think there's a lot of signposting in the levels that are that make it clear where you need to go. So like I, I never got lost or felt like I didn't know what I was doing. And then and then when you get into a, an encounter with 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 some of the enemies, you you can you can duck, you can dodge shots. It's like it's precise but not too overly like annoying to try to get your your aim to work right. And then the the reloading mechanics on the guns are all super simple and fun. You usually just are pushing the the main trackpad to kind of get the the reloading motions going. So so like it's complicated enough to be to have cool mechanics, but then it's simple enough, I think, to where most people will get it. And it's done really well. So uh, the game is $20 right now. And for that $20, I mean, in addition to getting solid content right now, I mean, the the developer on the Steam page is super upfront about it. I mean, you're basically paying to allow him to continue to work on this game. And hopefully if he gets enough money from this, like, you know, make this kind of a full-time gig rather than just a side project. And so, and so if you go in paying the $20, knowing that I think you'll be more than satisfied. I mean, he, he, uh, the developer set out a lot of like a very, very detailed timeline of what he expects to get accomplished in the game. And in this, in, in like a document that's accessible online, so if you go to the Steam page, I think it's Trello or something that uh, where he has kind of his his patchwork of what he wants to do, and he's you know actively seeking feedback on kind of what w- should work, what won't, like what what's good, what's bad about the game currently, and how he can make things better and implementing all those new features. But I mean, based on what's there now, it's clear this guy has a lot of talent. It's clear that he has had a lot of drive to be able to make what he did. I mean. It's it's pretty spectacular. So I feel like even if you paid the twenty dollars, not getting anything else, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be the end of the road. Like it wouldn't be a, a terrible deal. But the fact that I'm very confident that there's probably going to be more coming in the near future, I mean, makes that easy. And then for those that aren't necessarily ready to put down twenty dollars into something like that, especially when it's early access, there's a free demo available where you get a chance to kind of try out. Uh, an early version of the game without putting down any money. So, and, and if, if you're on the fence, there's no reason not to go try out the demo because you can get a feel for what the game is kind of like. And then if you are, if you like that concept, you want to support this dev, then you can go ahead and and purchase the early access game and then, and then be uh, more of a part of the conversation. But um, that was kind of my, my take on the game. And, and yeah, I mean, there's still like snap rotation, for example, isn't implemented yet. That's even as a as as someone that was using a room skill setup, but also using locomotion. It would be nice to have that so that you know your your player is always facing the right direction while you're in the game and stuff like that. Like yeah. there's little things here and there that like still. But like that said, like while there's things that could be added, if you just play it the way it is right now it doesn't feel like anything's really missing or that anything like everything works great. There's, it's not buggy. It's like I said, I, I'd actually feel confident. I think after, after showing new people to VR, like games that don't like as an early locomotion game, like for, for someone that hasn't gotten used to locomotion yet, 
this is like a solid game to to try and it's and it's so unique and and impressive in so many ways like it'll give people that you're demoing kind of a a cool perspective on what's possible in the medium i think yeah no man i i mean from this and obviously the conversation we had beforehand uh, yeah. I'm definitely excited to try it out. Uh, the thing is, I get other people's, um, you know, or not other people's, but I, I get that there's a, a certain percentage of, of folks that I, I don't want to say are anti early access, but I understand yeah. the hesitation or reservation before spending, um, you know, any amount of Man, dollars. Some- and and the thing is, like twenty bucks yeah. is that's that's a decent amount of change. Yeah. Like you can you can buy fully fully uh, you know developed games at that price point. Um, yeah. So no, I, that's what like I, I would say like. I, I mean, me personally, I enjoyed this game. And like, there are games that are legit twenty dollars finished games that I enjoyed less than this. So, like, I, I mean, fair enough, I, fair enough. Yeah, I'm on the fence. Like, as far as like, I think if it was ten dollars right now and never, never became anything more than what it is, I would probably be happy with it. Ironically, for twenty dollars, I feel like yeah, it would be really nice to have like more of a game than just you know these procedurally generated levels. But but still, like I. I don't feel terrible about it. Yeah, the one thing I would say about like my experience with early access that and and you might have a similar like I mean the fact that you and I play so many of these games, it makes it kind of hard to go back to titles like months after the fact. Yeah. So like a lot of times when you're buying the game for the first time, that's when you're probably going to get the most enjoyment out of it. And if a game is too early, then you're not going to get enough of that before moving on to something else and potentially missing out on future developments. So like for me, I I felt like I was able to get my money's worth now, but I I do definitely intend to, you know, keep up with the game and hopefully when it's more developed, it'll just be that much more awesome. But, but yeah, like that's, that is a thing like, yeah, especially I I wasn't trying to discourage people. I, in fact, I was just going to say, I I think it's good that there's a demo out there. Cause like, you know, I, I mean, I'm, not that I'm one of these people or that I'm not, or, you know, one of the other, it's just like, you know, for me, something like this, if it's 20 bucks, like I just, I would appreciate the opportunity to be able to try it beforehand. Um, you know, especially knowing the details of like, uh, you know, it's, it's early access, like the, he's being upfront with where he's at, what he's trying to do, what he would need. Um, you know, and, and I think we've talked about this before, like games offering demos beforehand or, you know, like just, I think that there's, there's definitely a value to that because, um, you know, I'm not even sure how you came across this game, but, uh, for myself, like if there's a game that I come across and there's a demo available, then I'm usually downloading that, you know, as soon as possible to try it out, to see if it's something that is, is worth trying. So, um, yeah. you know, just a reminder for folks out there that there is a demo for this game. Um, yep. but you know, uh, I mean, I, I'm excited because the thing is, I think the best part about just being in the VR space, like we are right now is just to see how passionate and excited people are, you know, like this is just so oh, yeah. new that, you know, how many, how many uh, games have we come across where it's a one man team that's developing everything. And it's just somebody like who loves it, who's doing it as a, a side hustle for, you know, four to six hours every day when they get back from work. Um, yeah, and like, I, I love no, that. It's... I mean, it's just, it's really cool to see. Yeah, no. And and the types of games that you get as a result are, I think, so unique and so like exactly, different yeah. as a result. So no, hundred um, percent. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm excited to try it. Uh, I'll, I'll download the demo and um, I'll, I'll give it a go. And if not, maybe uh, you and I can actually connect in person and I'll try, try that out at some point. Too. Yeah, so. no, that sounds good. And, and I'm interested in, I mean, I haven't reached out to him yet, but 
maybe doing an interview or something like that just to kind of hear more about how the game came to be and kind of where things are going because it, it was it was cool enough to where I'm definitely interested to see uh, you know how it progresses and, yeah. and how it does. Well, no, I mean that would be that would be fun. So if we if we get them, uh, we'll try to book them. Uh, and beforehand, I will make sure that I try the game so that I'll know what uh, what we're being t- <laughs> what's being talked about. Uh, but no, I mean I, I mean I trust your taste in games, so this is something that I'm I'm uh, definitely looking forward to checking out. Cool, cool, uh, cool. Well, that is all we have for today. I don't know if there's anything else um, that we missed. No, I, I think we covered everything. Um. Cool. Well, let's, uh, I guess we won't make this any longer than it has to be, but, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will have probably more game talk and, uh, news next week. Right, Ronnie, if I'm looking at, yeah, that's our schedule. Right, okay. yeah, I don't have any, any interviews or anything like that okay. planned right now. So, okay, cool. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll dive into other games and guys, if you have suggestions for games that you want us to check out or, you know, oh, di- yeah. diamonds in the rough, like, uh, you know, definitely hit us up. I- I'll go through all the ways to get in touch. Uh, obviously we're on Facebook now. So, uh, you know, facebook.com slash everything vibe. We have a page there. You can shoot us a message. Uh, Ronnie is all over the Twitter account at everything vibe. Um, so hit him up there. He's also posting a lot of really cool stuff. When, when I was handling the Twitter account, not much was happening, but Ronnie, Ronnie's been, uh, <laughs> Ronnie's been awesome about it. So, um, definitely, definitely get in touch there. Cause Twitter's just like the, it's like the water cooler of life. I feel like just anybody, anybody <laughs> can go in and start a conversation. So, uh, so on Twitter, uh, YouTube obviously was where we post the other episodes or all, all the episodes as well. Um, and then, uh, yeah, our, our emails. So contact at everything vibe.com or, uh, which is the one I manage and Ronnie's, uh, Ronnie at everything vibe.com. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's right. Cool. Um, Well, yeah, so hit us up, guys. Let us know, and we will have more news, game talk, and such for you guys uh, next week. Until then, take care. Bye.